guys, welcome to this week's episode on Addit Connor. My name is Olua Toby, as always. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this week's episode. We worship your name for your mercy and your love. We thank you for your understanding and your grace. Thank you for your grace. So much grace. Thank you. Thank you for your beauty. Thank you. Thank you, O Father. We ask, O God, that even as we continue and we air this week's episode, you grant our hearts much more wisdom and understanding that we walk in your counsel we walk in your counsel we walk in your counsel in the coming week we walk in your counsel every other day and nothing will be missing and nothing will be broken for us amen amen okay so how was last week's episode? How have you received him? You know, and I'm um, talking about the disposition of the kind of person you are and how is it different from the person that Jesus lived? You know, the person that we know of, the person that the word of God speaks of. You know, this scripture, 1 Corinthians 13, that talks about love, the nature of love and the rest of it. So many of us battle with the things that happens in that scripture. That's one of the most powerful scriptures in the world. <laughs> like in the word of God, I believe that that's, that's like one of the most powerful scriptures. Is it? It's a life transforming scripture. If you are says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, powerful scriptures, motivating scriptures, this one molds a person's life. It basically teaches forgiveness it teaches tolerance it teaches contentment it teaches humility that scripture is so powerful you know i i read it and i'm like wow wow and and you you know the funny thing is that not only does that scripture talks about all the things i mentioned earlier it basically builds up a person it basically builds up character it talks about talent you know how you can have all the most beautiful things in the outward everybody can see how much gold and silver you have but character you know they say attitude determines your altitude <laughs> the issue of character it's what really keeps those things relevant in your life because I mean people can basically think that you have everything but without having the right attitude to keep it, it makes it difficult for for people to continually because it just becomes a shade. Just one time like that, I was listening to this young lady. She said something. I'm giving this as an example. She said, "How to be a classy girl? Like how to be a classy lady <laughs> and all that." She's just like one. She was like she number one, number two, and then she gets to number three and says, "Change your attitude." normally when somebody is running a vlog and they're saying um, how to be a classic girl 
you want you're going to expect to wear this wear that use this makeup use that makeup you know she she was like i am intentionally mentioning all these things because i feel these things are more important now imagine someone walks into a restaurant looks so beautiful the perfect outfit the perfect smell the perfect makeup the perfect hair the perfect everything the perfect um poise the perfect classy and suddenly the waiter comes by right to serve to service the the guests and the next thing the person does is she he or she just says something really nasty about the person or gives the person this very nasty attitude if the person was attractive before when they walked in all of a sudden they look like the ugliest person in the room no matter how beautiful you are no matter how gorgeous you are simple good attitude sort of like gives you grace it just there's just this attitude brings some sort of scent you know beautiful scent trust me i'm talking about myself too (laughs) oh my god because you know it just this is something that attitude smells like it's like it's a it's like the crowning it's like after you it's just like when you use perfume as your final um outfit when you use when you when you portray a level of attitude you basically give every single thing you're wearing importance it's like you add a sprinkle of princesshood to your life (laughs) when you have the right attitude even if you're not a queen people will treat you like the queen because your attitude ministers so much grace and beauty a beauty that is beyond the outside it's like something so so beautiful that cannot be spoken or that cannot be seen it can only be embraced what am i even talking about (laughs) anyway i just wanted to put that out there that's one of my favorite scripture first corinthians 13 it's like written if you see my wallpaper (laughs) that's what's on my wallpaper it's like that my wallpaper every part of my whatsapp wallpaper um my phone wallpaper that's where it is the first corinthians 13 is all over it it's like there and every single time i see it it just reminds me of having the right attitude to life when we come back we'll dive into this week's episode i'll be back soon to this Welcome back. <laughs> so before we continue on this week's episode, I'm just going to read out something very quickly. Not like a story. So when I first heard the word priority, I thought it came... Um, I thought it basically meant scheduling, completing a to-do list and the rest of it. I overlooked the duty and ob- obligation that comes with it. I underestimated the place of strength, discipline, faith and courage. On that priority list, what what usually comes first? 
you know what really follows you know it's funny how we we, ex, we say we extend something over another when in actuality we are lying to ourselves for instance a person says love for example is at the bottom of the list yet he or she is surprised to find that his or her heart has swayed to a place where a love affair above all things has moved to the top and it has moved so much to the top that they themselves have become invisible therefore when we launch our hearts to say that um, we need to set priorities we need to make them simple and straight carefully and tactically assess our priorities such that we're able to always see ourselves no matter what the priority is i'm sure somebody's wondering okay so what are we talking about (laughs) so i wrote this over the week on my social media page on instagram and facebook and then although it was a whole lot more detail if you want to check it out just go to uluwato global davis on facebook and find t-o-b-b-o-y underscore davis on instagram so what was i talking about i was basically talking about the place of priority and how most of the time we set invisible priorities that we have no idea about yeah (laughs) most times we do so looking at the place of addiction for example somebody that is super addicted to drugs and they are moving from one point to another trying to gather funds trying to gather money trying to it's like they're obsessed right obviously that the place of addiction is already toxic to that person's life and they're trying to gather everything money everything just to buy dope they take it in it's like thank god they've taken it in now most of the time when we set invisible priorities we never know that they're in existence even when other people see it other people around us get to see that this thing has overwhelmed you this thing has taken the better part of you it's just like a lady or a man being obsessed over a guy or a girl a very toxic relationship you find out that you know sometimes i wonder when a when, when a lady that is being beaten up and um, abused verbally emotionally physically every time such a lady is being asked by by a friend why are you still with this individual why are you still with this person and they tell you i just I just love him you know I always try to understand what type of love it is I always try to understand what you mean you just what are you loving <laughs> and the way the way that you they just stick to it and the funny thing is that everybody sees it everybody sees this priority they've placed upon their own lives but they themselves they still feel like they are relevant in it all that is what addiction has done to most of us we have ignored 
our own lives and subconsciously focused on addiction without knowing. It's like a desire, you know, that just overwhelms us at some point. And it's looking like we cannot just do anything about it. Seriously. That point, it's like a strong desire. A very strong desire. You just want to... You just want to... (laughs) It's like you cannot control it. Sometimes it goes for days. You're trying to understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And until you fulfill that desire, it's like... You are intoxic. Some some of us get so uncomfortable. We get easily absent-minded. We get easily confused in situations. And when sometimes stress now begins to overwhelm us, because of course that process of mental disorder is already becoming stressful. How much more what now goes on around us adds to the stress. Somehow we succumb to the desire, having struggled and strived so hard to not succumb to the desire. When you set a priority, when you set a priority as an individual, when you say, these are the things I want to do with my life, this is what I want to do, it is one thing to say, quote and unquote, like they do, happy new year resolution sooner or later we're going to get to that point where everybody will be setting a resolution so maybe it's about time we start talking about what your resolution should be and how you should take your resolution seriously most of the time people always have new year new system resolutions and it turns out that they create a long list not day we create a long list of all the things we want to do, of the new life we want to live, the new life we want to have, the new things we want to get. We create this long list without actually thinking about the obligation and the duty we should have to that list. So somebody puts on the list. I can't remember how many times in every New Year's Eve I have placed... (laughs) That particular, I remember then I always wrote it like number one. I don't want to be addicted anymore. <laughs> that was like the major thing. When you set a priority, you don't just set a priority, you set a priority with duty and obligation in mind. It's like saying, My family is my priority. So I hold my family the duty and the obligation to behave like this, behave like that, behave like this, behave like that. Saying, I set my life as a priority. So everything that has to do with my life, I hold myself this duty not to do this, not to do that, not to do this, not to do that. I set my spouse as my priority. When you set a priority, when you set a person as a priority, when you set a thing as a priority, it's always very important that you are aware of the risk. You are aware of the circumstance. You are aware of the conditions that are attached to you creating that thing, that person as a priority. 
if it's not going to be comfortable for you most times our priorities are not usually very comfortable for us but if it's not going to be comfortable for you such that it's going to steal your life away you need to reconsider and be sure that you're not making a mistake that's why most people always fall short in their priorities because they never set the right priorities you know they never set out to understand what they are prioritizing actually some people prioritize the wrong things over the right things the right things over the wrong things it's all scattered eventually you wonder <laughs> you wonder how this person does this and does that but I missed all the things that we prioritized and I missed all the duty and the obligation that we have to those things that we prioritize. They are invisible priorities that we don't know about. And how did we get ourselves into these invisible priorities? It's nothing more than just paying more attention to those things. Subconsciously, you have paid more attention to your addiction than you would ever pay more attention to your life. Subconsciously, you have paid more attention to your addiction that you will pay more attention to what God is saying. What exactly makes you obsessed about a, about a thing? It is attention. Attention. This a sense of responsibility towards that thing. Some people have gotten so used to paying attention and having a sense of responsibility towards a thing that it has become a norm for them. That is the place of addiction. It has become a habit. It has become a normal thing that if they don't get to do it, it feels like they are incomplete. They are unfulfilled and something is wrong somewhere. So some people, they set a very high pedestal for themselves to become the very best. Once they don't, they have this, some people have gone far as to go crazy because they never became the world's best neuroscientist. Some people have gone as far as to go anywhere else, commit suicide because they never got to do a particular thing the way they were supposed to do it. When setting a priority, when setting yourself as a priority you need to be conscious about it so that invisible priorities like addiction will not continually take your attention when you set yourself as a priority for example and how you want to build your life with god how you want to self-develop yourself how you want to have this and how you want to have that how you want to do your family how you want to do your friends whatever it is there are four things that are very essential so that invisible priorities like addiction will not overwhelm those things that you actually set as priority when we come back we'll talk about those four things stay back So 
I was talking about invisible priorities. Priorities that we never really set, but they set themselves for us and they place themselves above every other thing that we actually set as priorities. When somebody is gambling, for instance, you know, I've always wondered how that addiction works. (laughs) Seriously, I literally had a conversation with someone and I don't understand how is it that a person would literally sell his belongings just to get something. Greed is number one. I want to get that money. I want to get that money. I know I can get it once I calculate this and this together to get it. Some persons, they do it as a thing of pleasure initially. They later eat gravitates to greed. Of course, not being content. A number of other things can go with why exactly does a person gambles? Someone so into it. They can't explain it. It literally overwhelms their sense of thinking. Somebody wants to go to school, for example. You wonder how someone would take his school fees. Everything. I, I mean, that is supposed to determine your future in the next couple of weeks. You take that. Put it into a gambling system. How did you... How? Invisible priorities. It's very... So this is scary, you know. It's it's really because the funny thing is that we don't see it. Other people see it. The funny thing because other people see it, they think maybe it's your it's a priority for you. You on the other hand, you think it's insignificant, yet so significant. You think it's not important, yet so so important. Imagine a girl that thinks maybe she's not giving herself away to a guy that she really likes, yet she's giving herself away to the guy so much that the guy is even tired of the girl. Like, you're all in my face, girlfriend. And the girl is thinking maybe she's really like not putting on putting him up as a, a big deal, but everybody around her knows that <laughs> yo girlfriend, you're you know, have you have you ever met somebody saying somebody's like you, you just tell the person, um, I think you like that guy. Like, no, stop it. I don't. Seriously, do you even know I talk? Seriously, stop. I Seriously, you need to see your face. You need to see the way you are smiling. When you're talking to him, oh my God, the other time that you were talking to him, he felt so weird. You were just blushing. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Stop. Stop it. It's a lie. It's a... <laughs> Does it happen? Or when... A, a, a boyfriend, yeah. You're like, I think you like that girl. No, guys, stop. Don't you talk that thing. That girl. Ah, you whining me. <laughs> Seriously, guy. Every time you come, is it that titty, this titty, that titty, this titty, that titty, this titty, that. You will talk about her more than you talk about your mom. It's silly. It's a lie. Stop now. I don't like this girl. I don't. It's it's ridiculous because. Invisible parities just overwhelm you so much that you don't even see that they have. It's until when you see yourself in life action 
when you see some people sell everything that they have just to buy drugs when you see some people actually go rob they're they don't going to rob a store because they want to buy food to eat they want to give it to somebody that is hospitalized they want to buy a new house they're going to rob a store because they want to buy dope it's it's very scary so let's say you're you're trying to get better you're trying to get better as an individual you're trying to make yourself much better than you were than you've ever been before now you're trying to be better you're trying to, you know you're trying to grow you tell yourself oh um this resolution i'm creating is for me what are the things that you need to actually follow through and not allow invisible priorities take advantage of you you need strength you need courage you need discipline and you need faith strength number one when you say strength you need to be strong because the funny thing is that you are so attached to invisible priorities so much that you cannot you you cannot entirely tell how attached you are so it's like what you're most vulnerable to without knowing it's like <laughs> it's like what you're most imagine somebody trying to get a first position they didn't know it, it mattered that much but it actually does matter a lot to them without knowing everybody around them sees them as that type of person that it matters a lot to but they they feel like it doesn't matter that much and it becomes so overwhelming so so overwhelming imagine somebody in love with the wrong person for example and then they they just love the person so much oh my god you need strength to be able to say i won't do this you need courage to be able to walk away <laughs> i mean it's a lot you need courage to be able to walk away like walk away from it discipline to be able to stay walked away because courage yes the process of courage to look at it in the face and say no more i'm walking away from you aha okay fantastic okay strength to be able to tell yourself that um i need to stick to the things that i've created as my priorities any other thing is not going to be that important discipline to be able to stick to the things that you that you are saying are your priorities and to actually remain walked away from it so let's say for example you finally discover your invisible priorities that is a good thing if you figure out your invisible priority if you figure it out that this thing is an invisible priority for me I never knew now I know. Oh my goodness. You're so lucky. 
But let's say you didn't figure it out. How do you stick to the ones that you have set as your priority? You need to be strengthened to stay there so that any other thing that is different from whatever you've set out as your priority doesn't matter. Faith. You're never going to dispose the habit of listening to the word and praying. <laughs> because, come on, trust me. You don't want... You know, there's something about when you listen to the word and pray with the word all the time. It basically just transforms your life without you knowing. Yeah. I remember... Oh, we talked about First Corinthians 13. I used to have one... She was somebody... I was praying with the scripture. It was so easy for me to relate to the person afterwards. You need faith. You need faith to be able to always pray about it. Don't pay too much attention to it. You just continue living your life by itself. <laughs> because, because you're no longer paying so much attention. You're no longer you're paying attention to your life. You're paying attention to your priorities, the things you've set as your priority, your discipline to follow it. And you're trusting God to help you with those things that you've set. By itself, those invisible priorities will pack their things and go away. So let me use an example of somebody that um, doesn't want to fall in love. <laughs> what am I using love to alone? What's this? Am I? Am I? Okay, this is a bit alone. Anyway, somebody that doesn't want to, you know, I think I've watched a lot of, I watch Korean drama. <laughs> so I watched it in, so imagine somebody that um, is focused on school. And once you just focus on school, focus on school, that's a major priority for the person. And the person meets a very incredible person in the library. They start digging it and digging it and digging it. Before you know it, they're spending so much time together. You know, let's say out of eight hours, you want to spend eight hours to read your book. You end up spending two hours to read your book and six hours to talk to the person without knowing. (laughs) It does happen. And then you carry your bag and you'll be going back. Where are you coming from? I'm coming from the library. Eh, well done, ah, Jaka, Jako. Okay. Day two, the next day, continue. You're going to library again. Alpha, are you going to library? Yes, I'm going to library. I'm doing overnight. Okay, you guys go and read again. Ten hours of reading. You spend five hours just with the person. Yes, you use five hours to read your book. You're going home again. Everybody, I can't see money library. Wow, are you serious? You're so serious. <laughs> Eventually, when your results come out, you're like, how come? People people that know that you always go to the library and spend your whole day there, they're like, maybe you always go to the library all the time. What do you nice to do there? Good question. Even you, you ask yourself, what do I nice to do in the library? Because the funny thing is that the book will be in front of you. You'll be reading through it. You guys will be gisting. Abi Jare, you'll be reading through it. You guys will be gisting. You spend one hour staring at the person and you'll be you be thinking about the person. <laughs> you just know you see, you just be absent-minded. You just know be focused because your 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 focus is obviously misdirected. So at that point, you cannot focus on what you, so you need discipline. You need strength, you need courage, and you need faith. To be able to focus on what your priorities are. And if you now say, okay, yes, I am focused on only my book, nothing but my book. 
by the time the person that you are in love with or you think you are in love with or thinks that he or she is in love with you, that person by themselves will be that person very serious with their book. Oh. You people will just find out that it's only book that you always talk about. Eventually, when you come out in flying colors, you'll not be like, oh, I think I kind of like this girl. But your book has obviously captured your heart so much. Just like Job. You know when Job says, I made a covenant with my eyes. I made a covenant with my eyes. You set your eyes on one thing. You look at only one thing. You are focusing on one thing. You need a lot of strength, courage, discipline, and faith to do that. Dropping nasty things and just focusing. You're just looking ahead. Nothing else. When you see that, when we begin to set our priorities differently, you know, and understand that priorities are not just creating resolutions. Priorities are not just making a long list. Priorities has a lot more to do with your duty, your obligation as a person. And your disposition, your attitude towards your priorities should always be strength, courage, discipline, and faith. That way you can always anchor around those priorities and actually fulfill them. Else without that, it's never going to work out. Let us pray. Our God and Father, we thank you for this week's episode. We thank you because you're merciful and you're good and your love endures forever. We ask so, Father, that even as we have learned at your feet concerning this issue of building strength, courage, faith, and discipline to letting go of our addiction and every desire that is not of you, every desire that is not of you, and every desire that we ourselves detest, we ask so, Father, that you teach us even more to place you, place you and the things that we have set as our priorities as important and invisible priorities that are things that things that we hate things that we hate and we are found irritable will not begin to overwhelm us and continue to take control of our lives we ask to god that we break every chain and lose every bondage that we are not stuck to one point we're continually focused on the things that we set our eyes to look at and our eyes don't look away from you they look and they focus on you in jesus name amen let's have a fantastic weekend i trust god to be able to open the eyes of our understanding to know much more than we already do shalom i can never call your name and end up in shame The name of the Lord is a strong power. The righteous one will do it. Somebody called up now. That's more than enough for cancer. That's more than enough for fire.